We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our live Sunday edition of the Field of 68's Best Bets podcast and Best Bets live stream. If you are listening to this in Apple Podcast from the Spotify, please give us one moment as we allow the stream to populate with people uh, listening and watching in with us right now. Um, if you are on the stream, what's going on? Hope everybody had a great Saturday. Uh, we had really good Saturday betting. Um, we were all over Wisconsin. We were all over Gonzaga, and we were all over the over in that game. Uh, I had all three of those parlayed. Um, so despite the fact that I went four and two yesterday, I ended up having a really, really profitable day because, uh, one of the things that I've had success with is really investing heavily in the places that I feel really good about. Uh, I'm saying that because there aren't any lines that I feel really good about today. So I'm going to, I'm going to be in on the action with you guys, but I'm betting small and, and I'm not, uh, there's nothing here where you should be betting your mortgage based on the advice that we have. Cause I, I honestly, Jeff, I don't speak for I yourself. Wait, 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 wait. Speak for yourself, Rob. Go ahead. You can you, you can bet as much as you want. I'm not I telling got, you got, not to do anything. I feel I'm so saying don't I'm just I saying don't bet based off my advice today. But I, I I have takes. There are spots that I think are okay. There's nothing that I love the way that I loved Iowa yesterday or that I loved Gonzaga yesterday. So we'll get to it. But but there's one or two that I feel really, really good about. So uh, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to hear, and, and I'm on a little bit of a Chicago year. State, baby, Chicago State. No, 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 I'm, I'm avoiding <laughs> I'm avoiding Chicago State on on this day. Um, but it, no, it's listen, it was a great day yesterday. Um, you know, not only for uh, the people that listen to us, uh, but also for college basketball fans who got to see Gonzaga, Iowa, which was a fun game. Was it close? Not really. The the, the outcome was never in doubt really from start to finish for the most part. Uh, but it was a fun game because uh, it did have a lot of scoring. And anytime I can watch Jalen Suggs, I'm, I'm happy. Seriously, I I love this kid. I, I, I know he had seven turnovers. I know he made some mistakes. But I friggin' love Jalen Suggs. Love him. I would take him number one today. Okay, so that's what I wanted to have talk, talk with you about. Is I, I After watching that game, um, and after watching the Kansas game, and after watching, I think I've watched basically every minute that Kate Cunningham has played so far this season. I'm at the point where I'm I'm very much having the conversation with myself about who I would take number one. And I know that you know Jalen Green's going to be in that conversation as well. Yep. Um, 
he's I think he's played two scrimmages now with the G League Ignite program. And I mean, look, he is a freak athlete that can play the wing in a very valuable position in the NBA. Um, I just will never take a wing over a point guard that I can think think can be a franchise point guard. And that's the case with Kate Cunningham and Jalen Lasag. So I get it with Jalen Green. I think he's an exceptional prospect, but I would I'm always going to take the lead guard over the wing in this situation. So um yeah, I mean, the, the big difference is for me, there's two things, really. One, Kate Cunningham has the size, right? He's 6'8". Jalen Suggs is probably, what, like 6'4". Um, so that absolutely makes a difference when you're talking about a ball ball screen heavy point guard that's going to be trying to make some of these passes over the top of the defense. But Suggs two, is small. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's not like Jalen Suggs is small and and, and he's, he's so quick. Like, the, the things that have impressed me the most, Rob, that I didn't know about Suggs, were number one, his court vision and passing ability and see things that uh, I just didn't know he had that. And number two, his defensive anticipation. Yes. Those are the two things that I absolutely love out of Jalen Suggs. I know. What do you, what do the you, notifications? Expect? Turn your notifications off. It's not hard. Turn them off. Oh my gosh. It drives me, you know, there's, 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 there's things, right? Yeah. That just kind of like every time it happens, it drives you crazy. With, with my wife, it's like when I chew gum, I always pop the gum and my wife loses her mind when I pop the gum. When I do live streams with Jeff and his ding notifications go off. <laughs> I want to throw my computer at the window. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm not turning them off from now on. I'm going to leave. I know. I know you're oh, not because that's, that's exactly who yes. you are. Okay. Um, you're, you're right about the defensive, uh, the, the way that he could read the game defensively. And like, honestly, we probably should have known that considering the fact that he played defensive back in right. in high school. Like, we, we, we should have figured it out. He was a quarterback, too. Yeah, so like he can very, the he very much the game. It makes sense, right? It all mm -hmm. makes sense, but you just feel like, oh, he's such an athlete. He's a scoring point, right? He's a scoring point, and that's what he's going to be. And he can be that. Like, shot the hell out of it, too. I, I didn't. Both he and Cade have shot it much better out of the gates than anybody thought, including them. Like, I talked to both of them in the preseason. I talked to Cade last week, and even he was a little bit surprised. You know, at that point, I think he was like, I don't know, 11, you know 10 of 21 or something like that from three. He, he's 10 for 24 right now, and we can, that, that's, that's relevant. We can get into that when we talk about the, uh, the Oklahoma State game today. Um, the only so other thing I want to – who would you take today? Gun to your head. Are you taking Suggs or are you taking Cade? Today? Oh, today. Yeah. Um, I probably would take Cade right now. And the reason for that is I think the best skill that Cade has moving forward, the, the thing that really makes him special in my mind is his ability to ma manipulate defenses with his passing ability and with his eyes and with the way that he can read the floor. And we just, like he just hasn't been able to show that at Oklahoma State because there's no shooting. There's no floor spacing. Like, there's a reason why he's having to go one-on-one -on -one as much as he is. Yeah, that last shot. That last yeah. shot. Although he lost his dribble uh, on that last shot to try to uh, to try to try win it the other night. But, but yeah, you're right. I mean, you're right. Like, the team around him isn't perfect for Cade. Um, listen, it's splitting hairs to me. I, I, I love them both. I could watch both all day, every day. I think they're special players. Um I think Evan Mobley's probably in the in, in the equation too. Jalen Green's in the equation. I'm just saying, like, you'll get NBA guys that will say, we're looking at those guys with the number one overall pick. I will take Jalen Suggs or Cade Cunningham all day, every day at that number one pick right now, period. Yeah, you know, I 100% I, I, I agree.
love Evan Mobley. I think he has really good. Uh, it's I, I would never, uh, never take green because take a center or a guy that can be, you know what, just uh, just this one. <laughs> What's up with your, your audio? I mean, what's up with my... I don't know. Your audio doesn't sound good. Better now? Yep. Yep. Better. yep. When my, my headphones died, so it changed what the settings were for the input for the audio. Anyways, hey, guys, this is what happens when you're on live stream. So you sounded cool. much better. By the way, you sounded much better. You'll, you'll, you can play it back and listen to yourself. It was a it was a vast improvement over your your normal voice. Oh, there you go. Um, all right. So, anything else from yesterday? Kentucky's meltdown. Were you surprised? Uh, disappointed? Like any takeaways from there? Any hot takes? Um, yeah, I mean, listen, they got in foul trouble. I thought that was the biggest key for them. Is Sar got in foul trouble? Um, Jackson got in foul trouble, and then really it was Carolina dominating in the paint and getting every rebound, every key rebound, every key play. Um, you know, listen, Kentucky's not very good right now. And uh, you know, like I said yesterday, the, the, the crazy part is, Rob, they've got Louisville next. So they've got to win that one. It's next Saturday. Louisville will have Carly Jones back, but they're still thin. And, and then they get a shot at Texas in the non-conference on January 30th in, in the SEC Big 12. Other than that, like, they got nothing else. So they have to win at least one of those two games to me to have any chance of being an NCAA tournament team because – there isn't a lot in the SEC right now. Like people are pointing to me of like Arkansas, LSU. Like to me, the only team right now, Tennessee and, and Missouri, the only teams that are resume wins. Arkansas hasn't beaten anybody. Like they're good. Don't get me wrong. I think Arkansas is going to be good, but we're never going to know it because they haven't played anybody and they're not playing anybody in the non-conference. LSU hasn't really beaten anybody either. Like I don't, I don't know what we're anointing either one of those as tournament teams yet. Um, in, in the league, the SEC stinks. It stinks. Better than the Pac-12, but it stinks. Yeah, part of the reason it stinks is because Kentucky has turned out to be really bad. The reason we thought the SEC could be good is because there were two national title contenders in Tennessee and Kentucky. And, and we thought Florida would be good. And and listen, Florida is not going to have Keontae Johnson. He, he's done for the year. We know that, um, which is awful. And, and from a team perspective, we haven't talked about it, but it crushes Florida. He's their best player. He's an NBA prospect. And now Florida becomes a fringe tournament team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 it sucks. Um, I don't know. I still I still don't feel comfortable talking about the the stuff, the impact for the basketball. With uh, I know, no, with, I, I uh, get yeah, it. But you're, you're right. You're right. You're not. I, yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, all right. So uh, let's let's get into today's slate. Before we do that, I need to tell you guys about the official odds provider of the Field of 68 Media Network. That is DraftKings Sportsbook. The 2021 college basketball season is here right now. The teams around the country took the offseason to retool and revamp, and they've hit the court and they are ready to go and put together what should be a really special season. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has rolled out another one of their can't-miss offers. Trying DraftKings Sportsbook is easy, so what are you waiting for? Get in on all of the action now. 
To celebrate the return of hoops, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new players 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1 on any featured matchup this week. And if your team wins, you cash $100. Jeffrey, those are pretty good odds. While we are all excited about the return, let's not forget that the NFL playoffs are starting in just a couple of weeks. We have college football bowl season starting in just a couple of weeks. So head to the app now to check out all of DraftKings daily odds boosts. DraftKings is safe, it's secure, it's reliable, and they make it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code FIELD68, that's FIELD68, when you sign up to get 101 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's code FIELD68 for new players to get a shot at $100 on any featured matchup this week for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania residents only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Jeffrey, let's start with Creighton at UConn. Creighton is laying three and a half. The total in that game is 150.5. What do you like? Uh, Creighton, the Blue Jays. Uh, UConn's had a couple pauses. Uh, they haven't really been able to do a whole heck of a lot. And, um, you know, I, I think, again, Creighton's that team that once they get going, uh, they get going. They can score. They're, you know, if they hit on all cylinders, Zagorowski's coming closer to home uh, from Massachusetts. Uh, he, he's been okay so far. Coming off the, the knee injury, I think he'll continue to get better and better. But they've got size now, too. I mean, that's the thing. they got Epperson back, and they got the uh, the big freshmen, so they can play in a, a variety of different ways. Uh, I like Creighton. Give them three here. So I think that the value has been bet at this line. Uh, it's, it's been bet up to three and a half. Um, I think – at that number, I probably lean towards taking the UConn money line just because I think that's where the value is now. I think it's—I don't think that these teams are three and a half points different, especially on UConn's home court. Um, and there's a couple things in the matchup that tell me that uh, Creighton really struggles inside. UConn is one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the country. Um, the way that Creighton kind of takes advantage of you offensively is they space the floor with all the shooters. UConn, if they need to, can play four guys that can match up with uh with Creighton's perimeter players um the biggest weakness that UConn has right now defensively is probably the fact that they foul a hundred times every game and they've done this against uh it was I think Hartford Central Connecticut and USC so it's not like they're playing a murderer's row um and they're still fouling as much as any team in the country but Creighton doesn't put the ball on the floor and drive they settle for a lot of threes so I don't see how that's going to come to fruition the one thing that I will note and I've never seen this before is UConn is in the first percentile nationally. Like, that bad. They are the worst team in transition defense in, in Division One basketball. That's not good. And 23% of Creighton's offense comes in transition. So that's that's worrying. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think that the value right now is on Creighton in the spot. Remember, it's their second road game in the span of four days on the East Coast. It's a noon tip for a team that is in the in central time. Um, and it's their third game in six days while UConn, yes, they're coming out of quarantine, they're coming out of shutdown, but they've had six days to prepare and have not played in those six days. And they had a season beforehand, so it's not like they didn't get to, to practice at all. So um, I don't love either side. If I'm going to be on anything, it's probably going to be the UConn money line in this spot. But I don't, again, I don't, I don't love either side in this spot. Let's move on. Another game in the Big East, we have Marquette uh, going up against your 
Xavier Musketeers. Marquette is getting two and a half points. Xavier just came out of their uh, their shutdown, their pause on Friday. Jeffrey, what do you like here? I mean, it, it, if I had to go with something, I'd probably take Marquette here again because of the the Xavier hasn't been able to do anything. Uh, so I, I guess I'll go with the Golden Eagles here. Um, I, I never feel super confident. Xavier's undefeated. Mm-hmm. They had all that momentum, and now they get Ben Stanley, who, who's who's a transfer, who's a beast. Is he, I don't know how is he, he in, playing today? Is he? I, I assume he's playing. I don't yeah. know. I, I could find out. Um, I just I was, I was assuming that he was. I didn't like. I, I hadn't seen anything official on it. I'll find out right now. Um, you know, but but how are he and Fremantle going to work together? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that that's something to worry about a little bit. Uh, I think they can be good because they're so damn tough, both of them. So I, I guess I'll go Marquette here. Yeah, I like the Marquette money line in this spot. I, I don't love taking short uh, short underdogs on the road, um, but I do think that um, given the fact that Xavier was shut down for a week and just came back on Friday. And the fact that Marquette is like they're they're battle tested, man. Yeah. Um, and the other part of it is, yes, Xavier is seven and zero, but some of those wins are not quite looking as good as as we thought they were at the time. Very true. Um, you know, beating up on on Oklahoma is nice, but Oklahoma like is probably not. I mean, they're what like the seventh or eighth best team. I like Oklahoma. I, I'm not giving up on Oklahoma. They're they're fine, but they're not. They're. they're we shouldn't be betting on Xavier strictly because they beat up on an Oklahoma team. And then Cincinnati, Cincinnati might just be bad this year. So um, I think you're right. So I, I, I'm a little bit worried about, uh, I want it to be on Xavier, but what's happened over the course of the last week is maybe kind of say, you know what, maybe not. So if I'm going to be on anything here, it's probably on the Marquette uh, money line. All right, let's go to St. Louis at Minnesota. Uh, that's at eight and eight thirty tip tonight. St. Louis is good. Like that team, yeah. is, that team's, that team's legit. Man, another one that I got no feel on this one. I got to tell you, I got nothing on this one. I Listen, the line looks small for a St. Louis team that's in the top 25 against a Minnesota team that, eh, like, are they a tournament team? Probably not. Um, they added a couple key transfers, and Marcus Carr has been terrific. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm tempted to go St. Louis. I almost feel like this is a sucker bet, and, and, and I should be going with a Big Ten team. With, with Minnesota, they've got the size, uh, they've got skilled guys, and again, they might – listen, St. Louis got some good players. Marcus Carr might be the best player on the court. Yeah, it's, again, another spot that I don't love. Um, if you were f- to force me to pick, I think I would probably want to be on St. Louis here because I just overall think that they're a better basketball team. Um, and they do have – like, they have bodies that they can throw at Marcus Carr, like I'm not worried about that, and and they probably have ben the best Stanley big guy. They, they probably yeah, have the best big guy on the floor. Ben Stanley is playing, definitely 100. Okay, there you go. All right, um, yeah. So I I think I like St. Louis in the spot, but again, it's not one that I love. It's not one that I feel great about. It's just kind of, you know, it it looks like St. Louis is the better team, and they're only laying two and a half on the road in a game where you're not going to have like fans in the arena. So. Yeah. Um, I think that I probably like uh, St. Louis in this spot as well. What about the big game and the Longhorn Network? I, I didn't know the Longhorn Network still existed, by the way. <laughs> I, did I not had no idea. Is that game really on the Longhorn Network? At Oklahoma State uh, at Texas, the line opens at 10. It's now down to six and a half. A lot of people going, you know, going with Kate on this one. 
I still listen. I'm not going Texas. If anything, I'm still going Cade and and Oklahoma really? State here. Yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, I I like Texas. I still want to see more from them. Like like I, I like them. They're a veteran team. They're well put together. Um, but man, I, I hate going against Cade. I just don't know if I can do it here. Yeah. Um, did you go against them when they lost at home to TCU? Um, I did. I, I didn't go against them. I didn't touch it. I okay. didn't. So, I mean, the concern is just Kate Cunningham could be awesome, but Texas is one of the best defensive teams in the country. They have a ton of really good, like, on-ball defenders um, in their backcourt. They got a ton of length and athleticism up front. Uh, every time Kate drives to the rim, he's going to have, like, Kai Jones and Jericho right. Sims and Royce Ham and Greg. That's Graham what you worry about. At the rim, um, yep. he's going to have like, you know, uh, Courtney Ramey and Matt Coleman are going to be climbing all up in him for for forty minutes. So, yeah. I just, I, I think I like I in the spot at at yeah. ten. At ten, I totally understand because I think this game is probably going to be played in the sixties, and ten points in the sixties is too much. I do think that Cade will be able to do enough to keep it close, um, but like six. To me, six feels like the line has moved too much, and we probably want to be on Texas in this spot. Like, I, I think I actually feel better about this than any of the Big East games that we just touted. Yeah, I don't love this one. I don't love this one. What about the Illinois Rutgers game? Illinois. Oh, it's uh, Rutgers. Like to me, that's that's the that's the one line. First of all, since I live in New Jersey, it's the one game that I can't actually bet on DraftKings. Yeah. It's just you know you can't bet on New Jersey teams when you're in New Jersey. Um, but it's like the one line that I actually feel really good about because. I think Rutgers – I think this is the coming out party for them. I think this is the game where we say, okay, look, you know They're what? Boring. Maybe yeah. it's time to start taking this Rutgers team seriously. Last year, they were kind of like a little bit of a novelty because they kept beating up on on teams when they were at home in the rack. Um, they were Rutgers, and we've never seen Rutgers be all that good before. But, uh, I mean, Ron Harper Jr., like I think he 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 might play in the NBA. Like he's he's like legitimately like a top forty five kind of pick. I, I know Sam Vecini at the Athletic wrote about him the other day. He's really into him as a player. They got Zio Baker back. Um, the big fella Cliff Amarui. I don't know how you say yeah. if that's the right way to pronounce it. By the way, did you know that Cliff Amarui, who is a freshman at Rutgers now, and Eugene Amarui, who transferred out of Rutgers to Oregon, did you know that they weren't related? No, I had I, I didn't even think about it. To be I assumed they, I assumed they were brothers, and I said it the other day, and I had someone on the Rutgers staff text me and be like, "Just a heads up, like Cliff and Eugene are not related. They don't even <laughs> pronounce their last names the same." And I was like, two Amaruyis." And at- Eugene's been like Oregon's best player. Yeah, and Cliff's been really good. Like he he gives yeah. them a different dynamic that we haven't seen Rutgers have before. He gives them a lob target and a rim protector. So I I love 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 Rutgers in the spot. Like I think you got to be on the money line here. All right, all right. Uh, last one, and and the one I like the most, and the line that makes no sense, none, is Michigan State Northwestern. Makes no sense. Michigan State only giving seven against a Northwestern team that has been atrocious the last couple of years. And here's their resume: they have beaten Pine Bluff, Chicago State, and Quincy so far. Why is this line only seven, Rob? Like I, I'm scared. That is weird. Right? That is very, very weird. I mean, it should be 13, 14 points, shouldn't it? No. Um, one, uh, Northwestern, like, the metrics really do like them. They're top so 70. Ken Palm, like Ken Palm. 
Kempom has a line at four. So if you're going strictly off the head, then you got to be like, well, there's value on Northwestern in this spot. Um, Where does Kempom have Northwestern ranked? 65th. Yeah, and look, I, I get it, and part of it is probably because they beat up on Pine Bluff and Chicago State and won those they games. Pittsburgh. But I don't I th- this is I don't know, man. Like I don't I I saw that line. That line jumped out to me as well. And yeah. I, forgot, I don't I, I'm gonna stay away. That's a trap. That is one hundred percent Vegas saying, Hey, we know something about this game that yeah. you don't come put all of your money on on Michigan. I'm gonna State. fall for the trap. I'm gonna fall for that trap. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. Other games of note. Faye Chicago uh, State, Greg, minus 31 and a half. We're getting back on that bandwagon, baby. You got to get back on that horse. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm, I got to see a little bit more from Chicago State before I, I, I feel good about either way. Drake, I don't know. I mean, listen, they've done a great job at Drake turning that thing around. But I don't know. I, I the, here, here are a couple I like. Ready? A couple smaller ones I really like here. I love Robert Morris getting 15 and a half against Marshall. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, I like, um, I think I like Hartford again. Um, it didn't, I didn't hit it yesterday against Maine, but Maine hadn't played a game, played their first game against Hartford, covered, and now they got to go back to back after not playing a game all this, uh, all this time. So I like Hartford there. And uh, what's one more I like? I like St. John's. I like the Johnnies against Georgetown. Uh, Johnnies are given four and a half against Georgetown. Um, and I'll take Wright State again against Detroit, given six. So uh, Rob looks completely enthralled. Well, no, uh, I just, it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm a big soccer fan and my team is playing a very important game right now. And there was just a dangerous set piece and they almost gave up a goal. So I was, I was very locked in. I was very locked in on that. Um, the one thing I will say about Drake is they are seven and zero this season. They really haven't beaten anyone, but they right. did go into Kansas State and beat up on Kansas State for whatever that is. Oh, Baylor, Baylor beat Kansas State by like 250 points yesterday. No, I think it was closer to 300. Yeah, seriously. It was, it was, it was an embarrassment. Yeah. I might play Kansas State the rest of the year. <laughs> did you, you bet on him again yesterday, didn't you? I did. I took him yesterday, like an idiot. <laughs> oh, Absolutely, idiot. but I was nine and six yesterday, yeah. so I, I I feel pretty good. All right, I'm, let me recap. Um, I got uh, Creighton, Marquette, Michigan State, Robert Morris is my pick of the day, um, Hartford, um, St. John's. The Johnny's fans should be excited about me picking them, by the way. And Wright State, those those are my uh, what's that? Seven picks. What do you got? I have the uh, UConn money line. I have Texas minus six. I have the Marquette money line. I have the Rutgers money line, and I have uh, St. Louis laying two and a half. And I'm going to take Drake. I'm going to fade Chicago State again because right. why not? You gotta you gotta get back on, on that road, baby. Bucks, you gotta get back on it. Yep. All right, Goodman. Uh, right, have a good drive. Right, yeah. Don't don't get in any accidents. Don't don't die in any snowstorms, please. Man, man. How else are we going to be able to do this podcast if you're not here every single day with me at 9 a.m.? So, uh, as always, please rate, review, subscribe. Homefieldapparel.com. Get 20 percent off your first purchase with the with the promo code. Field. You know what I'm excited about yeah. getting home for, Rob? Let's go. I Pete. got a package waiting for me from Homefield. Yeah.